My name is Esme, and my two co-hosts, Jocelyn and John. Say hello, my friends. Hello. Hola. All right. What are we going to be talking about today? <laughs> Point. <laughs> <laughs> QR code. Um, yeah, we're talking about Black Phone today. It came out a couple weeks ago. It is starring the one and only, of course, Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. He is, his character is a serial killer in Denver. I forgot the worst place, but it's like Denver somewhere. Like, uh, it's uh, Colorado. Yeah. Denver, Colorado. Yeah. So his uh, kid- I think it's, it's like a small town in Denver. Yeah. yeah. It's not Denver, the city, because they're like in the like Suburbs. little small town, rocky yeah. area, yeah. like South Park. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) But yeah, his uh, serial killer name is, or was given to him as the Grabber. Mm -hmm. The Grabber is uh, a child abductor that has been stealing kids and they go missing and they're never found. Mm -hmm. So we start the movie with the main actor, Finney. He's played by Thomas Mason and it's kind of told through his point of view and unfortunately becomes the next victim of the Grabber. This is going to be our spoil free section. So we're just going to talk about a little bit of it, things that you saw in the trailer, and kind of just give our points on it. What do you guys think about it? I thought it was decent. Yeah. So for... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just working on it. So for the film, I think it is decent, but what gave it spice or I guess more more to it was because Ethan was in it personally. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, it's like another movie of, you know, kidnapping and all that stuff. But it's, you know, it has a little twist to it. It's not like your regular kidnapping movie. That's very true. It does an interesting way, like you said, an interesting twist on the standard kidnapping story. You know, adding ghost, right? Yeah. Something that... The supernatural. You know, it's a short story by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. So you already know it has a lot of references to Stephen King and Joe Hill's work. Um, I would say mostly it was done okay. I think it was a cool twist, but I don't think that it added that much extra to it to the point where you're still concerned whether or not it was even actually happening. You know, there's a lot of scenes that we won't spoil here that just make you question whether or not um, Finney is making it up in his head or if he's physically seeing things. Mm -hmm. You know, same with his sister, you know, having this spiritual connection to things while not knowing 100% if it really is spiritual or it's mental. We're talking about children in the 70s. You know, they have huge imaginations. They're both bullied kids. I mean, back then, not like not a lot of people knew about all this stuff, like, you know, the spiritual or like the living dead or whatever. They didn't really believe in like superpowers or stuff. Or even like, even if it was, it was always like hushed, like within the family, like, oh, it's like the black sheep of the family, like keep that to yourself, stay quiet. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of like, don't have people or like neighbors, family, whoever know that you have this because then you'd be like singled. Singled, singled out is like the weird kid. A lot of a, I mean, of course it's a horror film, so you would yeah. assume there's a lot of adult theming in there. But there's, it's, it turned from like just a classic serial killer story or just you know standard kidnapping story to like more of a coming of age story of this kid that was bullied, was beaten, you know, has not the greatest father figure, has no mother, so single dad who's an alcoholic. You know, a lot of horror elements for a child to grow up in the 70s as a bully child. And also Mm -hmm. to consider that it's even placed during the 70s because it's also like different mindset, different parenting styles, different like atmosphere back then. Like, you know, he gets spinny, he gets kidnapped, but it's like he can't even, no one, he can't contact one. There's no like way of survival. It was much easier that period to be kidnapped. Not all, they didn't have like their sources well, yeah, like not only that, it's just, I mean, it's like the black phone itself, right? The mm-hmm. ideal of it is that's it. 
There is no cell phones. There is no way of, you know, out. this guy had it completely perfectly set up for children. Like, it is just an unfortunate circumstance. In the and period also, of time. too, since yeah. this place during the 70s is like, if you think about it, back then, especially during the suburbs where this is placed, is that everyone's like, everyone knows who each other was. Everyone's friends with the neighbor. Mm-hmm. People yeah. will have their door open at night, unlocked. And yeah. Nowadays, it's like, I don't even want to have my dock, my door locked. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to have my door unlocked. I want to put like five locks on it or security cameras. Security cameras. Yeah, can't yeah. even trust little kids going to the park anymore. That's right. very true. Or even going yeah. to a school. Um, yeah, Esme, what's your opinion on it? I mean, to be honest, it's a really good movie. I like it. It's, you know, really cool the way that they had their story put out. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's kind of like one of those common movies where like, oh, it's just another movie with kidnapping in it. I agree. I mean, I think it's definitely, I, I agree with that statement. It's a little bit more unique than a standard story but but it doesn't do anything crazy right i mean this is this guy's derrickson like he's done some magnificent work so is ethan hawk right oh yeah sinister you got good art i mean good director good art or actor in it so Mm -hmm. i mean to be honest they probably put him in there so they can make the movie like better I agree. You or know. the fact, like, to just draw people in. Like, that was the main thing. Like, yeah. Just on Ethan Hawke alone. We watch it because, like, <laughs> Ethan Hawke is in it. Like, I want to go see Ethan Hawke. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think Ethan Hawke is definitely the kind of the forefront. That's why he's on the poster and not the child that nobody knows. That's very true. A lot of true. new actors in this film. A lot of, you know, kid actors. So this mm-hmm. is their first role. Which is really good yeah, for them, too. Yeah, it was, oh, it was, they did decently well like it wasn't great but again they're children so it's like you, what do you expect you can't expect yeah, all, everybody yeah. to be like doc, uh, doc strange like stranger things level but it's also too like they children actors they only have like a certain amount of hours they're allowed to, legally they're allowed to get right. set yeah. so the director and whoever's with them kind of have to like do whatever they can to get whatever they record at that moment mm-hmm. and just in a way um deal with what they have at that time right it's just surprising how you know you have good movies from uh what's the director's name scott Uh, scott derrickson yeah he i mean he has really good movies like sinister you got the second sinister dr strange emily rose Oh, yeah. Uh, and the I, day the earth is still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I still have to watch. I thought they were going to be like, you know, I thought this movie was going to be like unique. Top tier. Yeah, like no. unique like the other ones. But I'm not disappointed. It's a good movie, but it's just I thought it was going to be unique like Sinister or yeah. like they should have done for the trailer. Like the trailer's good. It gives like a good like snippet of what the story's going to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like two something, almost close to three minute trailer. I think they could have cut it down to like one minute and still left it a lot of it mysterious. Yeah, it did show a lot. I mean, it, there's still a lot that you didn't see in the trailer. True. Like it's a, I think, decently long film. Mm. The only thing I would have liked is maybe like 10 more minutes, which we'll talk more about in spoilers mm-hmm. about why. Which I have uh, a theory on that, too. Right. But yes. I mean, it's it's all a really based around the grabber, though. Right. That's mm-hmm. the that's the thing with this film. I don't yeah. r- even really care about the phone. <laughs> I care about <laughs> the grabber. That's what Actually, draw you basically showed the whole entire movie in that trailer. It did leave out snippets of it, but just I feel like it kind of showed that whole movie in like three minutes makes me feel mm-hmm. like i don't even want to watch it if i hear like if i hear someone else say oh yeah the whole entire movie's basically in the trailer it's like oh yeah i don't even want to watch it anymore that's but, fair i mean that happens a lot nowadays or yeah. when they release more than one trailer like the first trailer was awesome because that was it oh yeah yeah and this came out like two three years ago like 2020 is when the first trailer came out that would have been cool if they would have done a teaser as uh like a 30 second teaser right that would and cool. it should have been like creepy music but then like you see like ethan's character like from his back oh. 
back like what they used to do in the early balloons that would be cool like they used to do in the early 2000s on tv it would have been Mm because he's also like if you see like in the beginning when he you know kind of in the trailer trailer, he's wearing like a classic red shirt yeah like yeah yeah (laughs) can't say too much right i was like in the trailer (laughs) i mean you're i mean it's in the trailer though if you really see it the way that he's uh dressed up it's a classic, unique mm-hmm. costume he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was interesting that they went for um, a magician instead of a clown or yeah, anything like that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. actually interesting. You know, mm-hmm. taking place in the 70s, a lot of inspiration from other actual real serial killers, Gacy and things like that, mm-hmm. especially for it being um, a child kidnapper, right? Yeah. But I think that's why they went magician, just because it was a new kind of form on it, because it would have been too much on the nose for like gacy that's the thing that's i think that's what was probably really interesting about the film where they went that route um because like for gacy right he was pogo the clown so like he was like from pictures obviously now it's creepy but like say back then it was like funny it was like oh not too scary Mm -hmm. compared to like the magician like he looks scary so i'm kind of surprised that they didn't like make tone him down in a way well that's true you know what i mean like i think it was like I think you can do anything about Ethan Hawke's, you know, glorious face. <laughs> I think it was just <laughs> scary from the get-go because he's so pretty. Just oblivious, right? Yeah. Okay. That's a good reference. Thank you. <laughs> I love Harry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it's a solid film. It does everything right. Mm-hmm. Personally, without spoiling it, I think a lot of it could have been done differently. Yeah. I think there's certain characters that their purpose made no sense or added anything to the film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and honestly, my favorite parts were really more of the beginning yeah i was thinking of a better outcome yeah i was thinking the same thing too yeah. like i was kind of waiting for it for like a while i'm like oh man like yeah, this is gonna happen which is we could also discuss like what could have been the what we think would have been the better outcome later on yeah, yeah. because i have some Vary on it. yeah variants on it but how it end is also yeah. not that I bad mean, either to be honest i don't think they're gonna make like a second movie mm, they did i think i read somewhere that it was like it would be like a prequel yeah that's really? what i was thinking too like well, to another one of his victims so an article that i read right it said that since this film did so well or that's the one thing they're really hoping for it kind of leads up obviously for maybe another film i'm theorizing it could be a prequel which i think that would be the better route for it obviously mm-hmm. um but yeah i can't say more <laughs> can't say more well i mean this portion was just for like a quick summary based on it yeah kid gets kidnapped oh, gets well. a call of a disconnected black phone hearing dead children speak to him so i'm thinking what's our rating right now because obviously the next portion is gonna be spoilers and we're gonna break down the film right so what's our rating right now for the film i give it as of right now mm-hmm. before we discuss and like really think everything through i'm gonna give it a solid three i think it's an okay movie i think some people may like it some mm-hmm. people may not you, i think you should still go see it mm-hmm. um but i don't really think it's deserving of a second watch i got you it doesn't make me drive to go back and see it That's it true. doesn't make me think other than what we had to do to go and see it <laughs> it didn't really like register in my head it's like i want to see this movie again like other horror films mm-hmm. it does stuff well it does stuff poorly and i honestly think i would give it even a lower rating where people could skip it if it wasn't for ethan hawk's like beautiful performance that's very true okay interesting i would probably say three can can i do point fives you can do point fives all right so yeah three i'll give it a 3.5 okay oh we didn't say the five scale that's okay okay we'll we'll explain we'll explain that later um (laughs) (laughs) yeah me personally i think a 3.5 there is certain things that 
I do like about it and doing my own research makes me want to put it as a 3.5. Mm-hmm. And obviously we'll explain that later. Right. Um, but yeah, me personally right now is a 3.5. Right. As we'll we see if that changes. I mean, I also agree. 3.5. I mean, slightly above average. Yeah, basically. Same thing. I mean, I like the director a lot because mm-hmm. he's written some really good stuff. Made like, a lot of great really, stuff. Really, really yeah. good stuff. And I love him. And I also love Ethan Hawke too. I mean, He's a really good actor, kind of not disappointed, but like kind of down that he was in this movie. Expectations were higher. Yeah. Yeah. So give it a good 3.5. Fair enough. Well, thank you for listening to our spoiler free variant of it. Now we're going to be talking for the next 30 to 45 minutes about our real opinions on the film and all the little extra details. Um, 3.5 is kind of the average rating that we had. So Mm -hmm. I would say if you haven't seen it yet pause this go watch it come back and listen or if you just don't care and you're just like screw it i just want to hear all their opinions then maybe go decide if on a seat or not mm-hmm. uh listen to so now sure. we are in our spoiler section e. what the fuck <laughs> oh my <laughs> god they Wait, have that on. girl oh. actor and she did nothing <laughs> good okay hold on before things we should actually <laughs> like she did nothing to she was uh, she was a great actress but she did nothing to add she went to the wrong fucking house i think she's in the wrong movie <laughs> she, she was like she was so stranger things this oh my god okay Bebe. she did nothing she looked to the wrong house she's like that's the one it's the wrong direction <laughs> <laughs> breathe john breathe <laughs> well, oh, wait, breathe before so when we go into our spoiler section we should probably put like a little like three two one that's fine that's that fine fuck so it so people, <laughs> so people know <laughs> instead of you going all off damn yeah. i'm sorry it's just it's like great actors i just felt like her purpose was just pointless do you so, really like it's just she did nothing to add it she saw ghost wait, wait. or she had visions I think we should probably do the breakdowns. So no, I agree. I'm sorry. I'm just ranting it's on like this time. <laughs> Everyone right got now excited way too like, quick. Who is Chill. talking about? <laughs> so it's just, it's like, okay. All right. So let's break it down okay. in the sections of it. We're going to go through the, yeah. the movie in portions. Yeah. Starting off with. So this is like from the first 30 minutes of film. Mm-hmm. So to start off, there is a baseball match. Yep. It's between, I don't know who. the Denver the, and their Rocky Town. Yeah. Cool. I did not catch that. Yeah. But <laughs> nice. So we obviously this introduces Vinny. Uh, I mean Finny. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, he's the main character that we're kind of centered around, and he's the pitcher. While the person that's the, at the batter is named Bruce, and they lose the game. So they have like a good like interaction. Bruce says like your arm is mint, man. Like you almost had me and stuff like that. Great so reference too. It was to really like good. A, I really like the seventies vibe, like uh-huh. mint. Like I was like because of comics and stuff like yeah. that. Like what a cool like that's such a seventies thing to say. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, so then the game finishes. Everyone kind of goes home, does their thing. But on the way home, we see Bruce. Mm-hmm. The camera takes to Bruce. He's riding his bike home. And he gets abducted by right. the grabber. Especially uh, thinking he's like the hottest shit on the planet. Did you catch but, that? This like, boy walked through like he was way, gone. <laughs> the way that he kidnaps kids is you, he carries, you know, a bag of groceries, accidentally Not spills. Everyone. Oh, Not true. Everyone. That's true. Yeah, the most, re- like m- all of them, is with black balloons. Mm-hmm. So and then like he grabs a whole bunch of balloons, pretends that something's going on. 
shakes the black balloons around and then puts the kid Mm -hmm. in the van. Right. Spraying him with some type of, I'm assuming. It's like spray paint. Yeah, no, it's toxic. Oh, it's something that paint? knocks them the fuck yeah, up, but it's yeah. not deadly. Yeah. So it's like I think I, it has to be a substance that you can get at like a store now. So it probably wasn't like chloroform. <laughs> it may have been because chloroform. Like, the thing is, if you put it under your mouth, I found out that like it actually takes like ten or fifteen minutes to actually knock you out. But if it's sprayed into your throat, man, this it dude may put knock the your ass whole out. thing in this mouth. Right. Oh, but uh, continue that, though. Yeah. Um. Cool. So, <laughs> Sorry. so, and then after that, it cuts to a like a morbid like montage of like all the missing children. So it's like a minute or two of like you know obviously going like like pre credits, right? Saying the producer, the uh, the whoever's in it, right? The intro, yeah, yeah, the which intro. was really nice. I actually really liked it. I should do it too. I it, thought it, it added a lot of like because it wasn't scary. like yeah, it added a more realistic terror to it. Like mm-hmm. if you would see it on the news or something, you're like oof. Mm-hmm. And that's also how we get introduced of the grabber. So, ooh, ooh, basically, I, yeah. like right in the beginning, we get introduced to your kidnapper. Yeah, yeah. So that's really I did. I love the intro. I think it I was feel like it done. pushed it way too quick. Like you, so? you would you like you would expect it to be like a half hour in. This was like right away, like not even ten minutes into the movie. And I he's agree like, with oh, that too. Well, yeah, I think you. they did that to pull you in quicker, mm-hmm. as this is a serious threat. Like this mm-hmm. is not just some guy that's being cre- like this guy took a child like instantly. Mm-hmm. True. You know, left a crime scene, and you know this. Fuck this shit, I'm up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean. And then we start off. Really, the movie, the actual beginning, uh, excluding the intro, is really just starting off with there's already children missing. That's true. Yeah. But then it's also the one thing I kind of didn't, I didn't like about the film for this aspect is that we do not know how many kids are being kidnapped, like the time frame. Right. Has it been like, okay, has he taken three kids within one month? Well, right. or has if it you been like think about it, you know how the little girl in the beginning, she's like, oh, it's Friday. I'm going to go sleep over my friends. I would expect it was like a two or three week time period because she said it twice she said uh you know finn is like oh yeah where are you going she's like oh it's friday i'm gonna sleep over my friend's house yeah and she ends up going and she said it she said it like twice in the beginning so i like two weeks yeah i think it was like two three weeks something like that which is so in a span i mean depending on this because i I listen to a lot of true crime so like a little little bit kind of know about this (laughs) um sometimes with serial killers i mean all obviously all of them are different if they would do have one victim, right? Right. But then it'll space out because they're in a way working up to gain more victims. Mm-hmm. Um. So if he was going on to two weeks, like he was getting more aggressive on getting kids and how he did it was very like quick. I'm surprised that like they didn't go on lockdown or anything. 70s like, different 70s. times. I know, but still like, I mean, yeah, they had different times and all that stuff, but it's just like, why didn't they do something before, like a curfew? Well, like some some towns. I mean, at this time, they should knew they should know about curfews, like about like oh yeah, cops can enforce like you can't you can't be out during a certain time, you know. That's true. But this was during the day, so. But that's what that's what I think that meeting that uh, assembly was during when when Finn got taken. Yeah, yeah. what we could do was just like ask our parents. Yeah. So mom, dad, if you're listening, I know you're not, but if you are. <laughs> Can you just let me know how old the 70s? Did you guys ever have lockdowns? Was I mean, thing I, well, ever enforced? keep in mind the cops didn't, <laughs> like the grabber was like like a folktale. 
Right. It yeah. was a legend that scared little kids and like, hey, if you say his name, he'll come and take you. Right. Like so like so really if you really think about it, the sister kind of fucked over Finn. <laughs> Cause she kept saying it, so, but he didn't kidnap. Yeah, he yeah. didn't kidnap females, so it's like she said it, and then Finn gets taken. That's another thing. I don't That's think so. interesting. Actually, why? Yeah. Why did he kidnap guys and not girls? There were so many girls out too during that time. I have like a you didn't too. <gasps> we're getting to it. Yeah, we're, we're, okay. but, um, but okay. for the portion of the beginning, already a kid taken. We see newspapers going, so we're already aware that there are other children. They just mm-hmm. don't really post it. Time has gone. Actually, it probably was a couple months since Bruce disappeared. Because if you remember, he said they're posting the the the, they kept po- the flyers out again. Yeah. yeah. So well, you know. it could be within a, a few week period, like a time, for, like a like, like he like started an, again. Yeah. I mean, that's very possible. I like it could have been like three weeks past, and he's like, oh yeah, he's putting them up again. Right. I'm also thinking uh, is, um, what if Bruce was his first victim? And well, that's it, like it wouldn't have been because because no, there's people older. Yeah, like that, mi- like that the paper g- boy, paper and, boy that. and then that guy in the pinball machine. Yeah, used it, to have it those goes guys. Bruce, Robin, Finn. Yeah, because uh, the thing is, is Robin still remembered his name, which we'll talk about later. Bruce forgot it, but like it's like all oh, that makes sense, and then every other child past that didn't remember. Yeah, that makes sense. Or cared. Okay. Because paper boy got pissed. That's very true. So to continue, uh, after the montage, then we get like Finny, and then introduces his little sister Gwen. She is very cute. She's so adorable. Waste of character. <laughs> Wait. So ends up they are both you. living with their abusive father. He's an alcoholic, single, fa- uh, single dad, and what? no mother. Continue. D- <laughs> All right, widowed father. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying because yeah, it's yeah. like we haven't gotten to the part where he would be considered abusive yet. We just know that he drinks. Well, they didn't we, even yeah, show him did. drinking yet. True. He was just in the morning. Well, you can. I up. well, like I think he was rude because if you think if you see the beginning part where she was grabbing bread and it was like in a container right. and she s- accidentally slammed the container, he's like, "Yo, what the?" You, you well, know, he started getting all angry yeah. all of a sudden. But also too is like you see the fear. I mean, yeah. obviously that's actors, but like, and you could see it, the fear that it, they no, were. No, I agree. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is that is like later there's a portion that we'll talk about where it it does matter. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, at that moment though, we really don't know. We that's don't even true. know that the mom's gone. That's very true. We just well, know we, that they don't want to annoy their dad. Yeah, that's very true. You know, a yeah. lot of kids, like you said, even if it wasn't abusive based, could have just been fear based. Of they're just mm-hmm. scared because they don't want to upset their dad. Mm-hmm. All right, but continue. Yeah. So they end up going to school. There's a fight. That's when we get introduced into the new character, Robin, right? My favorite character of this whole he is story. Very cool. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like the only Latino. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. That was really cool. So, Love. <laughs> so there's a big fight. Robin ends up, like, beating up the, like, the town that town bully in that right. section <laughs> and he went karate kid on his ass like you didn't see that he went karate kid. oh no he, he even was... had like his bandana and all that while, like wee, <laughs> some redneck that's very true so we end up uh they go to school we see kind of like Vin- uh finney his school life yeah we see that he has a crush which is kind of a little cute <laughs> um and then we see that he's actually getting bullied yeah. There's three kids that yeah. try to gain up him, gain up on him in the boys' bathroom, mm-hmm. and then Robin comes in and kind of gives the three boys a talking like, "Well, if you fuck with Finny, Finny, uh, I fuck with you and stuff like that." And like, which oh. was cool. That was bro, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for that portion so far that we know, we are already aware that 
Finny. Finn is, is a bully child, right? Yeah. He's yeah. bullied. He's picked on by multiple people. Yeah. You know, even his little sister said he's be- like when Robin was beating up that kid, he's like, you're beating up the one that beat you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, why would you care? Yeah. Which have theories on that mm-hmm. i think even though finn likes the pretty girl may have had a thing for robin just throwing it out there <laughs> it's just how it was the friendship goals but it was just a little there um but mostly it was just crazy to think that um finn like i was reading an th- a th- article where scott derrickson was explaining that a lot of that was based on just what he saw in the 70s as a kid right mm-hmm. that he was bullied but that he said that mine wasn't even compared to the worst of what he saw mm. right like we're talking about these kids are brutal Oh yeah, and there's so many scenes they went showing ham that, and I was just like, "Dang, they went ham!" You didn't see that? They just started kicking him in the face and stuff like that. Right, that's what I mean. Like they, these were like, not just little punches and kicks. Like this was like could kill them by accident type mm-hmm. of thing. All right. Um. Yeah. So fast a little forward. School ends. Uh, Gwen and Finn. Uh, Finny, they're going home, and she's gonna go sleep, be with her friends her because friends. it's Friday. And Finny goes home and, you know, does, like, Friday stuff, movies, watching a scary movie with ice cream, which is the best days. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. Felix. So that ends up ending. And then it fast fo- uh, skips to another scene where, uh, what's his name? A Robin's walking home or, like, behind a store or something, like. Yeah. Yeah, and, he's behind a store. Mm-hmm. And he gets also adopt- abducted. By the the grabber. Yep. How that, which was very interesting, how this one happened, because I feel like he knew he was going back there. I don't think. Yeah, he, I right. Think, I think He's <laughs> like, I think I'm aware. <laughs> I'm gonna go beat this guy's ass. Like he, well, he was walking, but the answer, the interesting part is that the grabber came out of his house. I'm out of his car, walking towards him. So one thing I'm kind of interest interested is that. I think the grabber probably picks his victims, like who this one's going to be my next person. Right. But kind of stalks them for a little bit and try to see, okay, if this one's a fighter, how am I going to um, weaken him? What am I going to do? Yeah. Well, I mean. Not weaken him, but like. It depends because, of course, I, I it looked different, right, mm-hmm. than what he did with Finney. Like, it shows that Ethan Hawks, the grabber, he does everyone different. It's not the same trick over and over again. Yeah, he came out in a full magician's gear, which right? looked kind of cool. It did look the cool. The cape looked awesome. Almost to a point where, if they ever did a prequel, I would want to see how he took Robin. That I would want to know. Actually, all his previous victims. I want to see what was his mindset of like how the process he dis- like picking a victim. Right, because so. like like Finn said, Robin was a fighter. So mm-hmm. like, how did he lose to? something like that right but i guess mm-hmm. that was another way of showing the innocence of even though robin was a great fighter he's still a kid mm-hmm. and he has kid limitations yeah mm-hmm. you know the grabber was an adult he knew that you know robin was a very aggressive quick-witted child so he was like i have to play this smartly mm-hmm. you know and unfortunately robin fell victim to it mm-hmm. right finn's best portion was him learning from the others mm-hmm. when in reality I personally think without that probably would have went out even quicker mm-hmm. because he would have went up those stairs. He would have done all those things. That's very true. Um, what's next? Then fast forward to the next day. Um, Gwen comes home and this is the part where we kind of understand like their living situation, Gwen and like that family. Um, Finney wakes up to his sister getting beaten by 
her father. Yeah. And it's a very emotional scene, very which is very. Gwen did it. I mean, uh, the actress, she did an amazing job. A she phenomenal did. job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying she's a bad actress. No. I'm not saying <laughs> no. that. That was no. a phenomenal was scene. Crazy. I felt horrible for her. I, f- like, I, just I felt like more. I wanted to cry with her. Right. Yeah. right? I just meant like, more oh, if, like, I just feel like her character did not affect the story in the yeah. way that it should have. You know what I really yeah. want to know is that how, for, for the behind the scenes when the director is working with children actors, right? Mm-hmm. And they ask them, okay, this is going to be a very emotional scene. I need you to give me tears. <laughs> I need you yeah. to pull like, your eyes out. That's the thing. Like, I kind of wonder, like, what's the process behind that? Because obviously every child is different. You, plus know, you some, don't want to some people can, like, forcefully kid. cry. There's a lot of people who can forcefully cry. True. And, you know, look like they're sobbing mm-hmm. and all. Like, I feel like she has a talent. She can cry on TV. Mm-hmm on command <laughs> <laughs> so that ended up ending so we kind of understand the process that we see that the father is an alcoholic mm-hmm. yep. because one of the things that gwen grabs is threatening him with the liquor right yeah saying like yeah. come at me Dude, that was that it. was a savage moment Dude, it she was literally just dropped that bottle no, of but vodka. actually that Woo! was she got flinched i mean uh it she it was reaction because oh, when the father yeah, because I saw when he was gonna come at her, and it was a flinch. Oh. That's where she said, "Like, oh. if you're I gonna come at me again, I'm gonna it. drop this." Right? You think she freaked out, let it go by accident? That she's yeah. just I feel like away. she did it on purpose. Maybe. I mean, I feel like reasons it. to rewatch it again. I kinda wanna, I kinda <laughs> well, I watched this that. like movie three times. Okay, we're gonna so, listen to Justice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so like, I've watched it like three times, and I've kind of analyzed that scene a little bit more. And saw that, no, like, she was scared. That makes sense. No, that's that's a fair thing. The thing is with that scene is, I wrote, I wrote it down on the notes, was is that it made me really question that idealism, especially in the 70s, mm-hmm. of what's the difference between, like, discipline and abuse, right? Because in his mind, he thought he was disciplining his child. In her mm-hmm. eyes and on Finn's eyes was this is abuse. Anyone that ever saw it out of it would be abuse, right? True. We're talking about an alcoholic. This is when you find out that the mom's gone. And that she was seeing things, too. That's very true. You know, because keep in mind, this wasn't... This actually happened... We forgot the part of where the cops come to the yeah, school. Yeah, I literally just thought about that. Oh, you yeah. know, the cops come to the school asking her about her dreams. And, of course, the first thought you would be is it's probably the dad. Because yeah. how would this little girl know exactly all these crime scenes without anything? And you just have to believe that she... Like, the cops didn't believe it. You're like... You, you're telling me you have dreams and you just imagined all these I'm specific details. They actually believed her in it. Like, you wouldn't hear that from, like, a seven-year-old having dreams about, you know, these crime scenes. I'm surprised that they listened to her. Right. Which why? is why yeah. it was that's my issue with the movie is that <laughs> it just it didn't seem... That's where it started getting more into fantasy, mm-hmm. where it's like I felt like it was taken away from the realism, even with the ghost. But like Ben's yeah. portion was mm-hmm. more of an interesting take on ghosts True. versus hers was like, I have supernatural powers that don't work whenever. And I'm like, cool. But it's like exactly what Esme said is yeah. like they just started believing her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah. But the thing is, though, is that like you guys aren't going to question that maybe it's the dad that's doing it. I mean, well, that's the one that I kind of wonder, too. But then I looked as like, well, what if they looked his the father up, looked at his history, right. probably followed him, like and like making sure like you know like a stakeout, mm-hmm. just to see okay what is he doing, and everything kind of checked out. So okay, he, this the father can't it, it can't just, be the father. Everything just happened kind of quick in that part of the movie, mm-hmm. which I believe that's why I kind of didn't like it so much because it pushed everything so fast. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a very fast paced movie. 
it was it was a very fast pace i was one. thinking like they were going to explain i was kind of you know wanting to know her powers and you know kind of well, what's I, going on i have on. a theory on that i told okay. justice but okay. i have a theory on that <laughs> uh, but we'll get to that a little bit later just mm-hmm. because you know I, I once we get some more fins portion later i think then we'll kind of explain where mm-hmm. I, I see it all right so yeah so like i said though it's kind of in that fine line of what's considered abuse and discipline mm-hmm. obviously in this case it was abuse because this was a lot harder it we don't it wasn't just an ass whooping this was a real ass whooping back hit whipping yeah didn't stop and then even when she's in pain and you could see she's in pain he's like you can't even put ice on it you have to sit on it yeah like this was just pure and i get his point in the sense of like in his mind he was considering the fact of is that because of what happened to her mother he's like if i do this if i scare them enough they won't do it so that way they don't if you know he was trying to just like um like an obscurus in mm-hmm. Harry Potter, it was like trying to tone down their power mm-hmm. so that way they didn't end up doing what it is. Because, you know, the words that he says were very specific, right? Especially when they have that sit down scene mm-hmm. where he said, like, but then she started hearing voices and then it was telling her to do things. So then she took her own life. Like, what was that portion, though? Was it because she was insane? That's part of the mother. Yeah, right. That was the mother. Oh, sorry. The mother. Yeah, it's the like, father was, was, it, the mother. was yeah. it like what did it tell her to do to tell her to hurt people was it to also save them was it a good power because the thing is is what i think it is which i'll explain later changes because they're different for all people mm-hmm. of what i think the power is yeah um really great scene um really sad really hit me hard mm-hmm. um i think it affected yeah. everybody i mean anyone that's ever been through anything was probably triggered by this scene Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was just really well done by the actress. I'm not saying she's a bad actress. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I just didn't like her character past this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what <I> Which <laughs> is, uh, when I watched behind the scenes on this one, they they were talking to the actress and they're explaining, like, you know, everyone was like very understanding, obviously. <laughs> but the director said, okay, but we're going to do in this scene, we'll, we'll give you five minutes to prepare yourself. What I think mostly everyone does that, but it just seems that's like Breathe. the one thing. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I want to see behind the scenes when it even that explains those emotional things, like right. those emotional scenes, because I kind of want to know, okay, how do they get into character? Yeah, like the father, that actor, he had to play that part. He had to act that part. So, what was his mindset after yeah. the fact? Like, I didn't beat a kid, but like I beat a kid as my character. <laughs> So it was just that whole scene, like that was yeah. That's what they were kind of like they wondering had, how yeah, do actors just, do that? It's just their, they have their little tips and tricks. That's true. She could have like a back brace or something like that. That would you know. Oh yeah, no, I think something like that, or not even hit her. No, I know, no, obviously he didn't hit her, like but it. it's more of like, I, especially how the camera cuts and the angle of it, they yeah. could always like tweak it. Honestly, true. So. Um, just a fast little forward, uh, Vinny is actually all in the first 30 minutes, which was very surprising that this happened so quick. A lot. Uh, Vinny. Real quick. Just yeah. wanted to throw back out there though. Uh, the dad actor is another phenomenal actor. Really? He's played in a lot of stuff. Um, uh, Vinny ends up getting kidnapped. He's the next victim. And it's very interesting how we see he gets, uh, attacked. Um, uh, or taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grabber ends up. Finney's like walking home from school. It was another Friday night. He just left. Uh, his sister and him just split. She's going to go stay at her friend's again. And he's walking. And then there's a black van that's parked. And he's walking towards it. And then the grabber comes by. 
and he drops his groceries and he's kind of like oh like laughing giggling and stuff like that and finney's like kind of like like oh let me help him or like let me see what's going on so they have a little conversation and then that's when i to my point is like the grabber since he was acting that way he already created like oh i'm a friendly person like here he created that persona and then when finney sees the black balloons which he that's one of the things that his sister said Mm. because since she had that dream her dream was that there was black balloons and black balloons were at the crime scene yeah but that was never released to the public that's why the uh the detectives came to the school and came to her father um so finney remember that's like black balloons like right so grabber comes gets the balloons shows them but in the balloons kind of like the you know those little heavy things you put like a whole bunch of balloons and have them stay on Mm -hmm. like yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah um yeah, she has a little canister, I guess, or like a yep. little spray thing. A little spray makes, can. Yeah. yeah, a little spray can makes Finny not uh, sleepy and not oh, able to yeah, move. Yeah, he drugged him like yeah, hardcore. He him, yeah, he drugged him. So that ends up happening. Mm-hmm. And then that's the first 30 minutes. We basically just come to him, come to the house, grab her, drops him off on the basement mattress. Yeah. Yep. And I would say at that portion seeing how he does how he takes his victims is really interesting mm-hmm. because it is yeah. so quick and that's why when later in the movie when you you talk to um the, the brother of the owner of the house which we'll explain later but like when you find out that portion like what he was saying like it would have to be in that area it's like you would think he's right like mm-hmm. this that means the grabber is drugging him but he doesn't knock him out unconscious he's just drugged so yeah. it's like you have to move quickly that means he has to be in an area where he can only take kids in that area. But I was surprised because when he was taking Finney, there was a whole bunch of kids. They were schools out. A whole bunch of kids were around. After the sister left, the street was like completely empty, which kind of surprised because I was like, I mean, yeah. there was just a crap ton of kids outside. It was too easy. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. mean, that's probably why it was another moment of like what he have even attempted if there was. That's true. I think he waited for when there was one singular kid because the thing is, is that it's purposely at least that we're aware of it's random right it is It is not like he specifically is like i want that kid i want the specific he's like i feel like he did kind of want to get specific kids i don't know well i mean he went after boys yeah so i mean if it was a girl he probably would have just let her walk past that's true which well yeah (laughs) okay well let's let's break it down for the portion that we have right yeah Yeah. all right abusive father yeah grabber's taken more than about Four or five kids at this portion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finn is the fifth or sixth victim. Yeah. yeah. All right. Throws him in the basement. Robin's been missing. Mm-hmm. The kids bully. They try. They go even more hardcore at Finn because of it. Mm-hmm. You know, to the point where... And then... The, which we didn't talk about, but that scene alone is one of my favorite scenes. When Finn's getting... Like, Beat he's up. running by those boys. Mm-hmm. Because it was such a gruesome act of bullying... Like, I mean, the sister whacked a kid with the f- fucking rock. Dude, oh, that, that was crazy. Right. I was like, what? And then they kicked her in the face and then just started beating Finn. And then it was one of those moments where you're like, dude, these kids were ruthless. Oh, yeah, kids are still were. ruthless, but that was ruthless as fuck. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, there was no recording, no calling, nothing. It's like you just had to go home and act like you fell. But it's also, too, during that time also, where it's like the kid will come home. Yeah, they'll probably have a couple scratches, but it's be the mother or father look at it. it's like oh it's just boys being boys right which that was the mindset back then it's like boys you know it's normal if they get in a fight like they're just you know being kids let them be what they 
how they want to be. Right. So now that Finny is in the dark basement, the grabber kind of explains to him what the thing's what's gonna happen, and already the grabber's kind of yeah. Remember when Finny wakes up, and the grabber's there, and he, oh he well he's he's just sitting there, yeah. distorted or just yeah yeah. He's just sitting there, and the grabber's like, listen, this is how it's what's gonna happen. I'm not gonna hurt you. Oh, I yeah. just want. I'm just. Ex- uh, I just have some stuff to do. I'm gonna get you some food. I'll get you a soda, and he hears a phone ring, mm-hmm. which we, as the audience, hear. Which I don't know at this point if Finny hears it, but that's when the grabber leaves. Which is you'll know throughout the whole film that the grabber has different masks. Yeah. Which is this one? It was that ain't uh, scary eyes, but the mouth portion was just was blank. It was just a plate. yeah. That portion alone was an insane moment in the movie right because yeah. it's like there's so much detail in that scene mm-hmm. like finn is drug still so he's still out of it but can kind of yeah. you know understand things right we have the grabber having a neutral face which you know a lot of the masks we find out later is a lot of play on like the theater mask of like happy mm-hmm. sad neutral he's wearing a neutral no smile which i think was the only mask at the only time that had nothing mm-hmm. Um, which keep in mind too, the original short story actually didn't have mask at all. Mm. Joe Hill did not uh, uh, write his name's Joe Hill, right? Yeah, Joe Hill, he didn't actually write that mask scene. They added it in because it added another like I think more fear factor. Yeah. Of like this is like to kind of give the kids like that scariness of this is a demon, this is a monster than a human. I don't, I don't know why he kept changing the mask. It's just it didn't make sense to me. Well, like it was his feelings. That was the yeah, thing because like when like, he was in a happy mood, he wore the smiley. Yeah, and but then it's when just, you saw him, because remember at the end when he covered when the mask got pulled off and yeah, he covered his face, and he that, got like all pissed off and everything. Right. Which, if you think about it, we don't actually see his like whole face until the very end. Yeah. No, the when, max we saw was like with the paint. Even with Finny, yeah. when he when Finny was kidnapped, the grabber had sunglasses on. Well, he also so, had his like white face painted. So yeah, off. yeah, his white face. That yeah, was actually like yeah. the clearest I've seen from Ethan Hawke as an actor. Like, right, honestly. These, like <laughs> I did, I low key couldn't recognize him. Mm-hmm. Like, with like at the end part, like it was unrecognizable. I'm like, damn, that's really Ethan Hawke. Like that's crazy. <laughs> but like it kind of for me that did that you know whole mass thing didn't make any sense. I feel like he did have a mental issue, mm-hmm. just like how, like in the Joker. How he has, you know, some laughing issues and he can't really express how he feels. Mm -hmm. He's really just laughing the whole time. I feel like he's kind of like that. Like he can't really, he doesn't want to express his feelings, but he expresses his feelings through masks. But I don't know if he has a mental, you know, problem or something. It's just it doesn't really make any sense. Right. Well, that's why this scene is so amazing because it actually kind of fills the whole film in that portion. Like if that was it, the first time you like you'd meet the grabber, right? Or like he knows it's the grabber. Yeah. That first scene before he goes out the door could have been a short horror film in itself and have so much detail. One, there's an L on the shape of his mask. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys saw there was an L in the symbol of like loser. Mm-hmm. So I wondered if that had a meaning in the sense of like, was that just there because it was just like a marking or did that, you know, did he go through somewhat of bullying too? And then this is a mask of him being a bully victim Two, He, if you caught it when he pushed or when he looked at Finn, he said, Johnny, that I noticed too, which is, I think if say if they did a prequel, 
that would I think they'll probably explain that. Well, because I had three theories on it. Uh-huh. Either A, Johnny is the grabber's real name, mm. which would make sense because again, the whole point of that we're aware of is because all we can break down on details is we just got to assume that the grabber went through something very similar as a child. Okay, mm. but yeah, because he's like, oh yeah, that black phone never worked when I was a even kid. as a kid, yeah. which means he had to go to that basement. Yeah. He talked about other things like being shocked and stuff like that. So mm. my theory is is he was probably abused by a father figure yeah probably his dad just like you know because it's supposed to also be a play on gacy just like gacy did right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then you have you know him calling him johnny which then makes you have to ask the three questions was his name johnny maybe the grabber's real name is johnny you know his brother max he doesn't the max doesn't even say his name either you know second was it a play on john doe because he doesn't know his name. You know how like you have Jane Doe and John Doe as yeah. like the, if you don't know who the, yeah. the yeah, people yeah, yeah. are yeah. You, uh, when you're investigating. I think that was a play on that. Okay. I think it was an idea of like, I don't know your name, so I'm just going to call you Johnny, John Doe. That's actually really That's interesting. interesting. I didn't think about that. Right. Third is he just liked the name <laughs> just called him Johnny because he didn't kid, know yeah. and like it's a play on John Doe but really I think that's what it's either the two right it's mm. either Johnny is the significance of that may be the grabber's name and he's thinking that that's him like it's like because the grabber done, is probably doing the same thing over and over again right okay so yeah. I'm assuming that he was abused as a child went through this game survived and now is redoing it like stepfather have you ever seen stepfather yeah okay it's the same thing where stepfather pretty much the basis of it is this guy's stepdad murdered his family let him live because like yeah Mm. i was gonna ask like what was his intentions of you know actually getting the kids you know because when they were acting naughty he ended up killing them right so my thing i think we should kind of go into theories just like while we're talking about this yeah i think when it comes to the mask, when he's saying, like, oh, uh, the naughty boy, you had to play the game. Like, um, yeah, I played the naughty boy. And I think it's because when he was younger, he was that naughty boy. Right. And his father, which I think, you know, whenever the time the grabber gets upset. So the first time we saw the angry mask, right? He was on top of the basement mm-hmm. by the stove. He was waiting for Finney to come up mm-hmm. so he could beat him with the belt. That was the angry mask. So think of it as, like, the father your angry father right right that's why he had a belt and he yeah. was shirtless and it's like when it came to when later on when the mask appeared again was when finney lied about his name yeah so of course another thing is like you're being really bad yeah well but that was another thing because it's just like he took a guess that finn was gonna lie yeah. I think he knew. I think one part of he was just thinking, okay, is this going to be a lot different than the other kids? But then he's had many victims. As we know of, yes, he uh, the ones that were stolen. Mm-hmm. But what if, say, he was from another state and he was actually has more victims that we don't know? That's true. Right? That's true. He could have been an escaped villain or yeah. criminal. Do you think that... Well, here's the thing, right? Is that why is Max so different from, Him. from, from the grabber? I think, which a lot of this happens... When it comes to serial killers, it's like when there's head trauma. When they got hit in the head, like they they their head mm. got hit by this, like yeah. uh, like they fell down, the head got hurt or something like that. If you hit the uh, the front of your temple right here, mm-hmm. and if that gets damaged somewhere right there, that messes with your personality. And mm-hmm. I yeah. think what happens that the grabber probably something happened when he was a child that he fell and his he got his head got hurt. Right and. That changed him. So maybe he did have a normal childhood. Nothing happened until that uh, he got hurt. Possibly. So he probably changed. So Max probably been normal. Two, 
Um, it could be that since Max is kind of uh, is on drugs, he doesn't. That's true. It's just it's like it's very convenient that a guy that comes to town super super wanting to solve this case, and it turns out it's his brother. I think he was just being stupid, not really like looking at his surroundings. I just didn't yeah. think the character had any purpose. No, it just no. it was a filler. It was character. like one of those. Yeah, it was thing. like the comic relief of the movie, and I don't mm-hmm. understand why it was needed. I have, no. a, I have a question for you guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why didn't the grabber change the lock? The lock? The lock. You know how, like, there was a lock on the door and there were numbers on the wall? Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't he change the lock? Maybe it's just because it's mementos from his victims. And plus, he's also thinking, like... Really? Well, don't forget. Remember when Finn was on the phone and he was talking to, like, the past spirits of his past victims on the phone? He asked, like, did the phone ring for you guys? And they say yes, but no one answered. No one was on the other end. Right. So, in theory, Finn was the only victim where he actually got help. That's true. I he, mean, he did because I. I mean, it kind of is sad how the other ones died, and they kind of figured out. They're basically giving him tips from the dead. I, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> basically. Uh, remembered right now. Remember how I said there was three things with the name Johnny. Mm-hmm. There was the John Doe. His name is Johnny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, totally forgot, but now I remember since I was reading my notes. Mm-hmm. I also think that the third thing is is that it could have just been a fun reference to here's Johnny from The Shining. Oh. Because Stephen King's his dad, and obviously Stephen King wrote The Shining, and this is very similar, which we're going to discuss to you, Esme, what I think the power is. Well, who's Stephen King's dad? Well, Jill. Joe. Sorry, Stephen King is the dad of Joe Hill. Who's Joe Hill? Joe Hill is the story writer. Okay, Johnny. Yeah, Joe Hill wrote the short story that was made into a film by um, the director. And Stephen King's son's pen name is Joe Hill. Um, Awesome pen name. It is a cool pen name. And he wrote Black Phone because it was like an anthology of short, scary, like, ghost stories. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, since it's Stephen King's son, um, you know, there's a lot of of references to Stephen King's work in here. Mm -hmm. You know, you have the ending where she's writing in a, um, a yellow rain jacket. Yeah, that's. I there literally thought yeah. of uh, Georgie and her right in the and rain. Yeah, right. Um, Sorry, where's Pennywise? <laughs> right. Yeah, like you know, it takes place in the seventies, the same time as like it and all that stuff and all True. that yeah. stuff. But I mean, I think if anything, if the other two didn't have a meaning, I like the reference that it may be to like, "Hey Johnny," or mm-hmm. uh, "Here's Johnny" from you know, The Shining. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a cool play on it. Continuing. Let's skip ahead a little bit because we're, yeah. we're kind of behind. Let's just let's just. <laughs> Do skip you actually the think that she has psychic powers? Yes, and I'm so. Well, I guess we'll just go to it now then. Yeah. All right. So my theory is because she's seeing ghosts and he's or he's seeing ghosts and she's kind of, but also that I think because it's Stephen King's son, I think they have The Shining. Really. I think they all have The Shining, and I also think Ethan Hawke's character also had it, and that's why he was beat as a kid, because he yeah. had psychic power and he saw ghosts. Yeah. And his dad was beating him just like that's why I think it's so similar to when the dad was beating Gwen for saying you're not seeing these things. You're not having they're just dreams. Yeah. And yet Ethan Hawke's character was a dad like like dad bod holding the belt to represent that. So I think just like that Ethan Hawke's character was beat as a child because he also had the shining and that's why he also heard the ghost. Yeah. Because how about the other characters then? We'll think about Finn right. Just like the main little boy in The Shining he saw ghosts that gave him help. Okay. That's true. And what did these ghosts do, the dead children? They helped Finny survive. Mm-hmm. Gwen, she's seen visions. Other shining. Remember, the shining is different for everybody. It has different properties. But she also saw the ghost. 
So it just it's if it's not The Shining, it's very fucking similar to The Shining. <laughs> but it just I think it would be fun as a little like interdimensional world mm-hmm. thing because even if it's Joe Hill and not Stephen King, it's still a power that's very similar, and I think it just works with yeah, it. I feel like that little girl's powers was somewhat they were, it was useless, but it was something at the end. It, yeah. It, it was a useless thing, but mm-hmm. I understand. I mean, at least they found the bodies, I guess. That's but true. I mean, if they yep. would have looked up Ethan Hawke's character, the grabber, if they would have looked up his owner history, they would have saw he owned another house right next door and they probably would have checked. Across oh, the yeah. street. That mm-hmm. would have been a smart thing to do. So yeah. it's like Dude, he, that was kind of weird, too. Like, why would he have two houses, one to keep the you know little kids was, in there and then one to hide the dead at bodies? At least that close. Like, you think it would be far close. away. Like I thought so, too. I yeah. thought they were like in a whole like different town or something like that. I was like, not even right it, to be What's honest it didn't make any sense but it was smart in their way that's right. what kind of made it unique because you would never think that they would keep the dead bodies and you know the living boys in one house he actually thought well, about it and planted out because they ran out of like production money so they had to do something quick hell yeah <laughs> that too that's interesting the so way that they been, did yeah. that well, i mean it's a play on gacy too though yeah because like gacy buried his victims and his basement and like in that like cross space and stuff mm-hmm. yeah that was one of my biggest flaws of the film and why it dropped so many points for me the cgi was trash dude especially when he got the rope through the bars that was so fake like he actually thing, what, yeah that's why i noticed i was like why that and realistically that would not happen it looked cheap it, like it when the did. sister was running and it was just zooming in on her and yeah. she was in place oh i was like my god that's so that was crappy so fake. the ghosts oh there were kind of crappy because it was just the actor's makeup and even though it was, yeah. and then they CGI did a little bit with the whole like pulley, and the, it was just it looked terrible. So just kind of to like sum up, sum up the thirty to one hour mark. Yeah. Just in case like anyone that's listening right now is a little confused, is that they're Finney, probably really confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just went off. Any summary? That's why I said go watch the movie. <laughs> um, Finney's in the basement, yep. and then that's when he starts hearing the the ro- ghost. What's it called? The rotisserie phone i think that's rotary phone yeah, it's the like phone old, old school phone with the, the dial right yeah, yeah. This um, dial. so he starts hearing it, it ring but the thing is the cord is not plugged in right. so like the, well, thing, so the why power, is cord. power cord that's yeah so he keeps hearing that and then every time he picks up there's like there's a child on the other end but it's, a, right. it's every time he picks up it's a different victim of and yeah yeah but the first victim he hears he the the person on the other end doesn't know his name is Vinny. Vinny ends up giving his name because like oh I know who you are like I recognize your voice, and the first one I think uh the first one was Bruce second was Paperboy yeah yes. so Bruce didn't remember his name so that's no. when we started in theory thinking like okay that must have been the first victim it was a long time ago right but that's why I changed it to I think he I think it's in order. Because mm-hmm. he just rem- because when when Finn brought it up, he's like, "Yeah, that's my name." Mm. Versus Paperboy said, "Maybe I don't remember," mm-hmm. which means that you're showing that the longer you're gone into the afterlife, you start remembering less and less. Mm-hmm. So Robin, just because he was the last victim, yeah. remembered his name and was like, "I was with you this whole time, Finn." Mm-hmm. Versus Bruce was like, "Yeah, that's that sounds right. I remember your arm was mint." And then you go past the other one. Paperboy's like, don't fucking call me that. I don't remember my name. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay, Paperboy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, one thing is also interesting. Every time he picks up the phone, he's speaking with a victim. Every victim's kind of giving him tips. Yeah. Like, one of them said, um, grab one of the little wires 
that I found it's like on you know little corner. Mm-hmm. You just rip it off, and that's how Vinny was Vinny was able to pull down one of the bars. Another one was with Paperboy when he or Griffin. He told him, "Don't go upstairs. If you go upstairs, he's gonna beat your ass." Yeah, like, <laughs> kind of wanted to see not, it. And it's crazy bit. how he was waiting for him just on the chair. That like, was creepy. No, that no, was no. So like weird. I, I know what you're thinking, but I was just like, it was just because it was one of those like final girl moments where it's like, if you're gonna be a stupid bitch, Finn. Then you're gonna get hit like a stupid bitch. Like, no. like yeah. he was going up that stairs. I was like, no, like not like you know, like that. I mean, like if he was going up there just after being warned by a ghost, I gotcha. you're gonna get your ass whooped, and then still goes up the stairs. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, you just got a warning from the dead that you're gonna get beaten. Yeah, that and he still went up the stairs. So he didn't go all the way up. No, he, he did. Stopped. He changed, and then he ate eggs viciously. Because I mean, the grabber, even though the yeah. the kid used his damn pen to stab him, didn't give him a, a fork and knife. Do you, I feel like that 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 spaceship that he had in his hand that had so much. I feel like that had so much meaning to him because mm-hmm. that was like his weapon. Oh yeah, like the whole NASA thing yeah. and how he wants to be an astronaut. Well, she should have used it more. I mean, there was this one I mean, point that he I was killed him. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like when he was going up the stairs and actually trying to escape, he could have like sliced his throat. Dude, with I the said rocket the same ship. thing. Oh yeah. my god, that kind of made me mad. And the way that he just left it on the phone, and I'm like, oh. But what was the weird thing is that he left so much props into you know for him to escape. Yeah, that's like, true. I feel like he left so much weapons out, and I'm surprised that he didn't kill him. I think it was also part of the game too that the grabber was playing. It was he was looking at how is Naughty Boy going to play this game, this yeah. version of and Naughty definitely Boy. Definitely not all there either, because it's like he, like as I was saying that I agree with, like he didn't even see that the damn window hinge thing was off. Yeah, like he didn't like. There was also sometimes um. So kind of go back to the summary of this 30 minutes is that so it goes back and forth showing uh, Finney and his little sister. His sister keeps getting uh, vision slash dreams mm-hmm. of where Finney is. So it's like little clues like, OK, the the house has like a white dead tree in the front. Right. The house says 7741 as the address number. Um, it was just little pieces, pieces, and this is the one thing that she was giving to the police, which Dude. I think probably is. I I understand it's like a little weird that the police believed her so much, but then again, like she gave a detail that no one knew, and they probably checked all their things. Well, which is why they probably thought the dad or someone did it, because it's like the daughter probably saw it. I wouldn't believe an eight year old saying like exactly. I, I had visions that I saw black balloons, and I'm like, nah, you did not your daddy did it <laughs> he's he's the especially with that i love that that damn van that uh, uh abracadabra van oh my that yeah, was such that was a such clean a, thing it, and that was weird because i'm like damn he went with the black van instead right. of a white van right. i'm like oh damn but it gave it like i said a little twist to it too right like kind of make things unique in his own way right. yeah to be honest that little girl yeah no didn't i she you was realize, cool. You realize yeah, her, she was I a waste of a character. Yeah, she's just a waste she, of money right she there. She should I have mean. just stayed as I'm trying to find my brother mm-hmm. and, yeah. ha- and help find clues. Mm-hmm. Maybe being helped by the ghost too I mean, would have been cool. But to the thing be is, honest, she didn't and they pointed her to the wrong fucking house. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if Finn didn't come out of that house, they she would have been like, you know, shitted on by the cops like you took us to the wrong house and the blah 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 you didn't give us any clues or i mean i guess it was a clue they found the dead bodies but they wouldn't be able to find finn if finn didn't come out of that house at the end of that movie it would have like you know been true. a waste of time right yeah so getting close to the one hour mark 
like I said, like we said, that he was getting clues by each of the, the, the dead victims, right. each of the ghosts of helping him escape. One gave him a, a locker, I mean, a combination to one of his locks for yeah. him to escape. He did actually until the grabber woke up and by the recaptured dog. him yeah. by the dog, which is such a cool scene. That was really. I cool. love that scene. I was like, I will cut you like a pig. I'm like, hell yeah, I Ethan Hawke. Go <laughs> ahead. Like that. Was like, that was cool. It's like nobody heard the screams. Nobody saw. That's it's like nobody questioned like, a big ass van outside their house. That's one thing with me too. I was like, okay, you didn't see that van in their house. Like the scenes that they showed, they never showed his car. No, he took his van. No, he took his van to like to the house to take Finny to inside the house, but then Terry took his black van somewhere else. Because if you see oh, like the back. ending scenes, you didn't see his van in neither the of the houses. No. So yeah, you did. Wait, which one? Uh, the one that the grabber was in. You could see it. On, it was on the left hand side. He also Finny also got hit by it. Remember when he pulled up and hit him? That's true. Oh, no, we're saying the ending. The ending. Yeah. You didn't see that 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 when uh, Finny comes out when he's yeah. Yeah, free. it's on the left side. Uh, okay, but it's not that important. But I'm just saying. No, no, you're like, fine. Y'all wrong. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, continue. Um, uh, past part, that was good. Yeah. So also this we also get introduced this game towards the end of the one hour mark where we also get introduced to Max, which Max is the brother of the grabber, which Max does not yeah. know his brother is the grabber, and. Max is one of those people that he's very invested into the whole this investigation. investigation yeah, yeah, like like stupid. He's the one that has yeah. like the chart, has the little uh, string from going here to mm-hmm. there. Like, um, so he's very invested. But the one that I know we're seeing is that you were so invested in this, but you did not even realize that your brother was the grabber. Like, here's the thing: if your brother says like you cannot go near my basement, or like even he said himself like my brother has a secretive basement that he did not allow me go. Oh Which yeah! Like, if your brother has a secretive basement, that's sus. Come in. I mean, come on. That is so sus. I just and I'm surprised he didn't know. Like you know, mm-hmm. he the house on the other side. So I just want to say, my brothers, if you're listening to this, if you ever say you have a secretive basement that I cannot go to, I'm taking you to the cops right away. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're throwing them. Like, um, I love you guys, but like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that portion, though, I will say the final of that like half because then we should continue towards Robin's portion. So now we're getting to. We're getting to like the the portion, but yeah. But the thing is, is like, did you? The words he said were very strange, right? Like the grabber was like, "I didn't kill those boys," and then you're like, "Is he lying or is he having a split personality and doesn't?" Right? Because I'm thinking the mask. I think it's the mask. When he puts the angry mask, that's the killer mask. Right. When he puts the happy mask, that's the abductor. Well, no, no, that's the. I'm being Hi, kids. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna harm you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like we're even. You stabbed yeah. me. I drugged you. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the mask, where it's like the, it's just a plate over his mouth. There's yeah. no like he doesn't teeth. have emotion, right? Because no they're, they're, they're the adapter. It's an interesting theater mask s style yes. of of his things, but it has horns because he's a demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But I, you know, it was cool because I was like, you know, if he didn't talk, a lot of those scenes could have been like he was like a different. It was different killers. You know, one thing I really like from when he with the mask. Was when Finney threatened um, the grabbers, like, if you come at me, I'll, I'll scratch your face. And people know, will question why you have a scratch face, right? Yeah. And then when he kind of, like, tilts his head up to, like, the ceiling where the light is. And he brings his hands up, like, I mean, this face. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's Ethan Hawke right there. Yes, I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. Right. But also very creepy. I'm, just kinda, kinda, I'm yeah. still kind of shocked. Why didn't he kill Vinny? Or, yeah, Vinny. Sorry. Remember, he wasn't like the other boys. Remember, every time when he the boys... He was special. He was very <laughs> special. But remember when the Griffin told him, like, when there were, every boy was talking to him, when 
Vinny, Finny was actually supposed to go up the stairs and get beaten. That was part of the game. He has to get beaten. But when Griffin told him don't, he went against the rules. He went against the game. So that's when the grabber was like, what's going on? Almost every single one of them come upstairs. This is the portion where I beat them. Right. Yeah. But he didn't do that. So that's when he started questioning, like, what? It's like, he's different, this kid. Do you think he was telling the truth that he would have let Finn go if he had said his real name? Not even. I no. think so. Real? Why? I think, because I think he was so twisted in his games True. that he actually would have done it. That if Finn had told him his real yeah. name, he would have let him go. And true. Well, but I the see thing that. is, and then Finney would just go to the authorities and, no, you know, No, because he would have, like, blindfolded him. him and let him walk from a park. But still... He well, would have yeah, re- mean, reported like, it and, you know, try to give so much. I mean, probably something would have happened. But well, but here's the thing. Finn doesn't know what street he's on. Mm-mm. He doesn't know location. He could say that, oh, I think it's over here and the grabber's in a whole different portion of the town. Mm-hmm. And he could probably get a description. It's a white man, but then it's like you're in the subsur- suburbs of, of Colorado. Yeah. Right. Like of northern Colorado. Yeah, like which is like probably the, the main population is probably white. Caucasian based. Yeah. yeah. So... It it was almost impossible. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, there are portions that he could remember that could have caught him, right? Like, he could have brought up how he his van may have said uh, abracadabra, if you remember that. That's true. And so there was portions, but I, I don't know. I think he was so twisted that he would have done what he was saying. Which I think is, I Finn also fucked found, up when he lied. <laughs> well, I found that interesting, too, because the thing is that Finney was not playing along with him with the game right and he was in a way the grabber's like he was a kid he's like i'm getting tired of this game yeah basically he was just smart in this whole situation Mm because there's so many people telling him what to do Mm -hmm. and so he was just you know like yeah i'm gonna play this safe i'm gonna try to listen to them Mm -hmm. and i'm surprised that you know after so many times of trying to escape he wasn't able to but at the end you know when he went down to the basement or the grabber went down to the basement told him what's up kind of choked him i'm like mm-hmm. damn this little boy's strong as hell when the portion a little bit of the beginning when the grabber first abducted finney when finney's asleep and then he wakes up and then the grabber's just staring at him mm-hmm. and so when he leaves and, he, and finney questions like why why were you down here to begin with and he's like just to watch you I'm like, <laughs> that's yeah, that, was, that was cool. It was creepy, but then if you zoom out on, zoom in on, like, look at the grabber, like he was about to cry. Which is, I wonder. Oh yeah, I did see that. Maybe why? it reminded me, reminded him of himself when he was younger. Well, that's my True. theory, though. That's why I think he would have let or Finn go because I was thinking that he blamed himself for all the things that happened to him as a child. That he was hoping Finn would be the good boy, mm-hmm. and that he would let him go because he wished he was had let go. Mm without having to go through that abuse i got you you know what i mean that's why i think he wanted finn to win because it would have stopped the cycle but of course instead finn just like i'm gonna just kill this guy all right uh let's get to robin's portion past okay so that is so we're like an hour in like 20 30 minutes in yeah we're actually yeah we actually got a good portion of the um final ghost the final ghost is robin this is the one that was his friend in the beginning that kind of yeah. defended him from the bullies the karate real kid. love interest the karate <laughs> kid. i ship finn and robin like you wouldn't believe oh my god <laughs> um so he calls him and finney's at this point it's like what am i what am i going to do like i can't escape i can't do this all the advice that that was given to me from the past victims nothing is working right and robin's kind of like that one person kind of like gets him up like hey like stop crying like get up and it's like you his have motivation. To fight. you're a fighter 
Dude, yeah. he was his motivation coach uh-huh. of this whole film. Dude, it was crazy. <laughs> like he, without him, he would probably not stuff that phone with dirt and you know mm-hmm. beat the crap out of this. No, guy. he would have lost. He oh been, yeah, would have been butchered. Dude, I was actually surprised that he was able to kill him with a phone with a whole bunch of cement in it. It was smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole was thing smart. was ingeniously planned. But uh, but yeah. So continue. Yeah. So moment. When mm-hmm. he's talking to him, he tells him, okay, this is how I'm going to show you how to fight, right? So, he, a fighting motion. Basically, showing him how to land a punch. Yeah. Right. Which I think that was really cool, especially with the whole idea with the phone. But the thing is, at for this phone call, the ways why is this is so different is because it's going to be Finney's last call. Right. Yeah. That's where it's like... Do all right, die. you have to take in all of the advice that was given to you mm-hmm. and put it together because if, if t- for survival... This is your last time to actually not fuck it up. Yep. Do or die. This is it. Because, I mean, you've already fucked up before. Like, even, like, with the fear, the freezer, he tried to, you know, get out, but that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. The window. That was If he was able to break that, that would have been such the easiest way because the guy would have, the grabber would have not known for hours. True. And he would have just gave the dog whatever was in the freezer, like, whatever meat. And then, oh, yeah, that was also a smart move, too, where Mm -hmm. he was able to break into the freezer and then, you know, give the dog some meat so and then he can escape was but that dog cgi'd i don't I think a little bit. it, it looked like it because of the fake. face yeah, yeah the face kind of looked fake or maybe that you think they got a good dog a good puppy dog actor and they yeah. just cgi'd him to look more menacing Bad it was kind of creepy but i feel like it was real too i don't know it kind of looked real but oh, the yeah. eyes kind of gave it away yeah i'll see the same thing too so at this moment, Finny kind of like. Oh yeah, it's the great thing. It's like he finally got final girl moment. <laughs> Finn got this is do or die. Here we are. Even though I couldn't do Jack the whole movie, now all of a sudden I got the power of the gods to defeat you. Dude, that was actually crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he just went ham on this guy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Dude, this, final this what kind of that's what kind of made me like not believe it. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like suckish a little bit because. He randomly got all this power, and I'm surprised the grabber was so weak to not get you up. Wanted Finn to die. Yeah, <laughs> no one like no. It would have kept going the momentum if he kept fighting him and mm-hmm. him escaped. That would have changed the whole story. True, but this we we, we skip one part when Finny's getting ready to like. All right, this game time. Oh so yeah, yeah, Rambo yeah, like time. The, momen- the momentum. Yeah, yeah. montage thing. Uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> basically, Max comes in. Because that's when Max oh, like yeah. he he before he comes downstairs, Max kind of says what last like snort. And oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He does his last snort and then when he looks at his chart he's like wait if you don't a know what this that means it's, weird. it's snort of cocaine as <laughs> back <laughs> sorry <Just> silence <laughs> it is a snort of Coke. sugar some um, snow some from Christmas time some 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 stuff it's just some smarties guys just crush smarties <laughs> just yeah the crushed up smarties <laughs> but yes yeah so superpower um, final final <laughs> so max ends up realizing it's like wait a minute like he in a way kind of not freaks out but he's like oh my gosh like i knew there was something weird like my, my brother did not allow me going to his like a secret basement blah 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 right and this is where i found interesting was that i think since max was kind of like just drugged up so he just uh, snorted some coke he did not hear his brother walk down the stairs. But that's when you hear Finney's tells like, no, 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 because he's hearing his uh, the grabber walk down the stairs. And that's yeah. when the grabber kills his brother with an axe. and Which was also really terribly CGI. Yeah, I know that too. was. I saw that. That kind of made me like, you know, that's why 
Honestly, no. they shouldn't like, even have shown blood in this movie. No. It was much more eerie with just the mask and the thought right? of it yeah. than That's actually true. seeing the like the phone with the ghost. The, I liked it before you saw the ghost. Yeah, because the actually seeing the ghost kind of killed the vibe versus it did, before that. It, it, so it made like, it Ugh. yeah, it made it look weird because they were talking on the phone and they're like, oh yeah, like la la la, whatever. They were trying to get him to mm-hmm. get out, and then you saw them there, and it's like. They're there. Why couldn't he talk to him? You know, right? It spiritually, just, it just it just I'm, didn't make sense how the phone the was physically seeing them. Just it just took yeah. away the the fear of them being ghosts. It looked Basically. like children in makeup. Like it yeah. looked really bad. That's what I'm saying. Like the CGI in the film was not good. Oh yeah, and I and I agree with you because even the blood where um yeah how he got the axe on his head and I'm like oh like that's cool and then he kept walking too and I'm like. I thought he was just gonna lay on the floor. Now, yeah, yeah, that's why it was. Yeah, that was. It was super cheesy. I did not like that part, but I guess it was meh. Okay, mm-hmm. it was alright. Yeah, but it was yeah. okay. Final battle. Yep, he the um, which I kind of found funny from this line that the grabber said. He's like, "Man, you killed my brother Max," and. Even though he was a, he was an idiot, he was my idiot. Right. I was like, "You're gonna remorse it now." Yeah. You should have just knocked him out then and said, oh, bro, you were just on so much coke. Pretty much. He should have just done that. Changed the whole algorithm of True. the damn story. So, Grabber is about to, he approaches Finny with the axe and he kind of tells him like, oh, this is, uh, usually I use a knife, but since you're a special case, uh, I'm going to use a, a fucking axe. I'm using an axe, but he's like, I'm going to be, this is going to be slow and painful. And I'm like, oh, damn, that's kind of What if a knife had made more sense then? And Nack, what's he gonna do? Chop off the limbs and go slow? Well, that's the thing. That's the whole point. He was gonna go slow with it. A- yeah, how can knife? You go slow with them? No, because a knife you could cut them. You could cut parts. An axe is like a chopper. I think it's because it's different. Because he uses he used a knife every other victim. No, I know, but that's the thing. It would have made more sense if every other victim was a damn axe instantly, mm. and that a knife was slow and like it would have been more menacing. Okay. Because that's the issue with this movie is that it tried acting too much like it was a 70s horror film Mm -hmm. that I felt like it was losing sight that it was a newer movie with a 70s vibe instead Mm -hmm. it felt like a 70s horror film. Like it had cheesiness, but like it didn't work because we're in an era where it shouldn't look like that. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah. I get, yeah. The whole movie was kind of cheesy. It was a cheesy horror film, but it's not a bad film. I just... No, I wouldn't. No, it's it's actually like like I said, it was unique in its own way, but also like you know, kind of like any other scary movie. It was just it had its flaws, it had its own right, you know, things for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, do yeah. you do you guys change your rating after talking? Um, to kind of sum up the so yeah, let's sum up the story. First <laughs> yeah, okay, the okay, bus. oh yeah, oh yeah, that final. Yeah, okay, yeah, totally forgot. The ending. <laughs> so basically, um. It's a cool boss scene that I do recommend like people to see instead of us describing it. That's yeah, a good fight. Um, Finney's able to uh, get the grabber to trip on a hole where he breaks his ankle. Awesome. And he punches him with the phone that Robin was telling him how to land a punch. Mm-hmm. And he's able to also choke, like jump over the grabber and use the phone cord as a choking. That was pretty cool. I actually thought that was a pretty cool mm-hmm. scene. But I think it was pretty cheesy cool. too. True, <laughs> but then the phone rings, and then he pu- puts the phone to the grabber, and it's like all the voices of his past victim victims. What I think that was pretty cool, because like here, like this is the end of the your pathetic life. Like, yeah, he's gonna end you for me. 
Yeah, it was all right. I kind of wish I would have saw the ghost there. That's the one time I wanted to see the ghost. I think, yeah, I think it would have been cool, especially, like, say, when the grabber would have heard them, but, like, he would have saw them in his point of view. Right, like the Rise of Skywalker should have done. <laughs> all other evil entity. Um. So, yeah, that ends the grabber. Vin- Finny's able to go upstairs, escape. Yep. He is then sees his sister, which mm-hmm. then... Well, the sister sees him. Well, sister sees him, Yeah. which... Yeah, um, Finn is like he just murdered yeah, him, man. He's violent. No, well, like he just came out and he sees all these cop cars and which he doesn't know what the that, street. Yeah, he's like, they you don't fuckers, know. he went to a different house was more important <laughs> than me. He's like, what? He's like, wrong house, you guys. I'm over here. I've been missing for like a week, and then y'all like, what the fuck's going on over there? That's more important. Basically, yeah. So yeah, they're across the 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 other house across the street, which that has all the victims of the grabbers past victims, mm-hmm. and also an empty grave that would have been Finney's and uh, his brother Max. Um, they end up getting reunited. We end up seeing a very a nice Touch, emotional touchy yeah. scene with between the father and his two kids. Yeah, I thought that was a good scene. That like was really good scene. He's like, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Which it's nice to see. Yeah. yeah. Um. And it kind Even of from a coming from a, an abusive father. So. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, it's, <laughs> it looked like he didn't Jeremy care. Jeremy Davis, though, like, yeah, like he gets like my free pass because I mean that man's played in so much. Like, remember I was bringing it up earlier, like he's played in like Saving Private Ryan. Oh yeah, Twister. But like, Secretary, I'm s- like I was actually kind of laughing because oh yeah, he was in that movie. I, I know. I, I haven't seen a lot. Yeah, but I mean, it's, he's a good actor. Yeah, he is. So a good it's actor. like I felt for him, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna let you apologize. So yeah, I'm gonna accept but that like apology. the funny thing part, what or the funny thing was that he, they didn't even have a reaction. They're like, damn, this dude is hugging us. Right. <laughs> you yeah, didn't. No, like, <laughs> like, like, like makes you wonder if they actually are okay with that, or they're like, could you get the hell off my foot? <laughs> get the <laughs> hell off my foot. It, yeah. It's like basically. whatever. It'll be funny if he was just like you, like. Finn looked at his sister Gwen. He's just like he's just scared because I just murdered a man, <laughs> and Basically. now he knows I have power. Yeah. <laughs> Which ends up being really cool when Finny comes finally goes back to school. Everyone like all the girls are like ooh like swooning over him, and then the boys like some are like oh wow that that guy killed the grabber, and then the ones that bullied Finn are like not scared, but I think. No, they're scared. Intimidated, they're intimidated, but respecting yeah. him. Yeah, too. like they're like, I this guy is actually pretty wild. Yeah, like we should not mess with him because we'll be un- we'll end up like the grabber. <laughs> yeah, um, which is it kind of like you know it just continues Finn's like you know he just continues with daily his life, life daily life. Up. He goes to school. Everyone yeah. like they see him. He becomes in a way like the popular kid. Yeah, because everyone knows what he did, and he murdered the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. That town. Yeah, El Babiaka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he sits down, and the pretty girl that he likes says, Finny, or he's, she's like, oh, they went, Well, he went back to school, and everyone, you know, is just looking at him. He's yeah. like, oh, my God, he survived. He's back, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then the girl that he was sitting next to in the beginning of the movie, which he had a crush, crush on, on her. For sure, yeah. yeah, they started talking, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Call me Finn. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, call and me Finn. Cut scene. That's it. That's end it. of movie. That's Credits the end of the roll. Yeah, and honestly... Yeah. I'm going to change my rating. Really? Okay. Wait, do you want to go into theories or like well, quick we, theories? Uh, we can do quick theories. Uh, real quick, just throw it out there. Yeah. Of course, the Rotten Tomato scoring, both the audience and the critics really like this film. Mm-hmm. 82% critic, 88% audience. Very rare for them to be agreeing. Mm-hmm. I think this is a solid performer. Again, I don't think it would have done as well without Ethan Hawke, though. That I is I think very true. Ethan Hawke's performance yeah. was magnificent. Mm-hmm. I think that the kid 
um, Finn's character was really good. Um, honestly, would not shock me if I see him in Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just as like a child actor. Uh, I like the actress who played Gwen. I think she did a phenomenal job as a child. But she I'm not useless. saying that. I just feel like it's just her portion could have been Written. cut out and used for a different thing, like her yeah. investigating herself. Yeah. And it would have been more interesting. So, like, it was more like the writing portion of that character could have been Better. revamped. Be- and yeah. yeah. It would have been, took maybe take it a different direction. Yeah. 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 So, theory. Yes, I think it's The Shining. I don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure people okay. already said it. I just think it's mm. fun. Yeah. So we'll go like this. Okay. And then, um, because I know I talked a lot, and I want to hear you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want to hear your yeah. points, Esme. And uh, I'll be, I'll do last one, doing like interview sesh theories that I did my research on. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, I uh, think it's The Shining. Um, I think this movie was actually a little bit better now thinking everything through, just accepting the facts. So I'm changing it. Not a high difference, um, but I'm also giving it a 3.5. Okay, I think it's cool. almost better because actually seeing it for the second time. Kind of actually, maybe I disagree what I said earlier about you just shouldn't have to see this another time. I think you can actually see this once or twice and still get stuff out of it. Um, yeah. Definitely would have been like a 2.5 without Ethan Hawke. Um, and yeah, I think it's a good movie. I think if they bring a sequel or a prequel to it that explains more about it or even actually finding out that the power is the shining would just make it instantly like a 4.55 for me because mm-hmm. that would have just made it so much more of like it's in the same multiverse as like it and stuff mm-hmm. it would just been a cooler thing now of course people are gonna be like oh because well, it's joe hill stephen king's son and stephen king be like no it's his own thing it may have just had elements of Stephen King like in it. Inspirations. Right, and a lot of references. But I think it just makes sense on how it worked and how their powers worked. I don't like the theory that there's no ghost because I feel like that just makes it kind of counterproductive. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, but out of that, though, on a five-star rating for Final Girl, easily 4.5. Yeah, definitely. Finn deserves that starring show. 4.5 out of 5 for Final Girl, which is a high rating for me because <laughs> Final Girls annoy me. Not because I don't like the actresses. It's just because it's like you could have done this the whole film and you let all your friends die before you're like, oh, I can yeah. kill him now. I'm like, bro, your bestie, your boyfriend, your other girlfriend, like your mom, your dad all got butchered. And now all of a sudden you're like, I have the power to kill this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm like, why would you wait till now? Finn was like, because he didn't have to go through that and he just got the power at the end to like be like, I could do this. 4.5 for final girl. It's okay. a high star rating. Okay. 3.5 for final rating. It's a good movie. I mm-hmm. think people should see it, but it's a popcorn film. Don't have high expectations. You're going to have a good time. That's me. Okay. I'm still going to keep mine the same. Um, it's going to be a 3.5. Um, I wish they would have gotten more in depth about their powers, you know? Just like 10 more minutes. Yeah, like kind of, because he mentioned about the mom, or the dad mentioned about the mom, how she had the same thing, how she had dreams, and the dreams made her do things, and, Mm -hmm. you know, ended up resolving of her killing herself. But I kind of wanted to know more in depth on, like, what the daughter inherited from her and see what's going on. Because so far, as we know, it's just dreams. It could be real. It could be her just making up things and, you know, she has something to do with it or something. But I don't know if the boy has it or Finn. I don't know if he has it. It possibly could be, possibly could be not. But you know, it's the shining, yeah. <laughs> Basically, I mean, it's but like I mean, a one for one copy of the shining's power, basically. Yeah. 
but it's just we don't i wanted to know more about them yeah. and kind of know about their story up especially of the mom because obviously she had a big impact into it mm-hmm. especially um on the father and you know his alcohol and all that stuff yeah. i kind of wanted to know more about them personally mm-hmm. which probably they will if they were to ever make a sequel if it's yeah. a sequel yes yeah if it would be more about them crazy if the sequel is like a copycat grabber killer that would for Finn. That, that would be Ooh, crazy that would be like good Finn is like a teenager and he's like yeah. what the fuck he's just like, like you let me do this again hero. one more time <laughs> right and i'm like bitch um i agree with esme on that completely i agree that i think that 10 more minutes also the ending of the film i really wish yeah, they would have showed like maybe like a newspaper or like a like a like an end credit like of some, like saying yeah. the grabber's real identity is yeah. johnny whatever or mm-hmm. something like that is like or, he's from here because we knew we know we don't know if he died he, he just choked him out oh no he snapped his neck are you sure yeah you could hear you the snap cry. did you hear i didn't hear <laughs> yeah <anything. laughs> no, he gone he like, gone unless unless he comes back as a ghost in the shining wall <laughs> i mean he's i mean Oh, my God. I mean, he's dead, dead. So, I mean, I don't know if he's... We don't... I mean, I think he's going to come back alive. I mean, there's... That house is, like, haunted as it is already. Mm-hmm. Because, I've, I mean, the spirits are still in there from the previous kids. Right. You've seen The Shining, right? Yes. Okay. Have you seen Dr. Sleep? No. Have you seen Dr. Sleep? No. Nope. Okay. Dr. Sleep, just to kind of really quickly on The Shining. Yeah. The sequel to The Shining is just about these monstrous... Uh, so, it's the... Played by, of course, Owen McGregor. Owen McGregor, my man, is the little boy <laughs> from The Shining. Um, it's pretty much all it is is that uh, he's an adult and he finds out that there's these other creatures that are, are Shining users that mm. actually take the life force out of the people that use The Shining and kills them to uh, extend their life. Mm. So I was thinking, my theory is what if it's Ethan Hawke's character was actually just preparing him to suck out his life force because he had The Shining. and that's why he didn't kill him and was preparing him because he knew he had the shining so that's what ethan hawk does he takes the shining you know what i kind of also kind of thought that he could have been related to him because you know how he was you know downstairs in the basement or you know in the cell that he was Mm -hmm. in he's like i just wanted to look at you and you you know he started crying at the at the end i feel like he's like they're related somehow that'd be crazy right that he could have been like you know the mother's mother's brother and you know they got taken away right you would like both would have the shining yeah right because the the mother powers yeah and ethan hawk's character had powers so Uh she's saying what if it's if they were like siblings or something and that's why finn because he can't back out but he's like this is different for me because yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that would be crazy imagine they had imagine they had that you know they made another movie or Mm -hmm. like a spinoff off of that and they just kind of explained what's going on between i low-key throughout the whole movie i was not the whole movie but I was like, at that scene, I'm like, damn, they had to be related somehow. Dude, that would like, be. That was like, I, didn't I was think just about think about. I was just thinking about it the whole entire time. I'm like, they had to be related somehow because apparently, like, he has something. He had the, you know, Finn had something. The sister had something, and the mom. And I feel like they could have the mom and you know, the kidnapper, whatever his name is. He, you know, they they knew something like they had something mm. he knew that there was something going on and i feel like they were related because he, he was saying like oh yeah i just want to take another good look at you and he was crying at the yeah, end yeah that's true yeah. i didn't even think about that that's crazy that's actually i actually right. like, I like that theory all right jess so for me i kind of reset my theories kind of throughout the the episode mm-hmm. 
Uh, this is more just interviews and articles that I've like just Looked researched up. on yeah. my own. So Ethan, so there's one interview he explained he doesn't like he doesn't go for villain roles, right? Because he doesn't want people to mix him as the villain, right? And plus, like he was explaining, like for actors to get into that mindset as a serial killer or as a evil person, which that um, immediately I thought of uh, Heath Ledger when he played Joker. Yeah, where he became the Joker at the yeah. end of his life. That makes so, sense. Yeah, Even right? though Ethan yeah. Hawke's performance in Moon Knight was also like, Tan-san. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm kind of feeling for Steven as well as Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that was interesting. I was like, oh, so like that makes sense why, you know, certain actors don't like to play the villain. Yeah. Um, he was also explained like in this one interview was that the, I understand what we were saying about the movie that we wanted more time from the grabber. Like, for us to know his psyche, what his backstory, because we do not know who he is, no, right? No, very, very limited yeah. information. He, Ethan explains that the movie is from the child's point of view. Right. So, they don't know who he is. So, from oh. right from the get-go, we're knowing Vinny. Vinny. And we're seeing through his daily life. Yes, he sees, like, the uh, the missing posters. And like, he, he's going, he's, it's just kid life. He's getting bullied. He's going to school. He has a crush. He has, a, uh, like, mm-hmm. trouble at home. And he does not know who the grabber is. We do not know the investigation side from the from the officers. Right. Even though we got a little bit, it's not like we we're at the police station where they were uh, talking amongst each other how to like get the grabber. It was still told from the uh, Gwen's point of view. Yeah. Of her trying to help. So that's the one thing I kind of liked from this movie that they did something different. So that's what makes me want for if they do a prequel, mm-hmm. is for us to know the grabber. I would love to see Ethan Hawke replay this role again. Yeah, I think it would be really good as for a this different role. one of like maybe another kid that we do. Because keep in mind, you know, the one ghost that I'm not sure if we really saw or they could change the actor to kind of fit was the one that did the lock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they could with a different kid. But then again, like you said, like expand on the grabber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think. I know originally my idea was that I wish we could have got more time with the grabber, but now hearing from the point of view of Ethan and then also the director of mm-hmm. like their mindset for this film, I think is actually perfect how much time we got of the grabber. I okay. like I like the mystery behind it and the fact that we do not know him and the fact that we only see him as the mask, not actually his whole entire face. As Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah. Which is, I think, that creates another more eerie morbid vibe right to it like you'll never truly know type of thing that's true okay i like that idea i mean personally i'm not a fan of that but i understand, <laughs> I understand why you like it though that that's that sounds cool mm-hmm. did your rating change i think mine's still a 3.75 no you can't do that you can't do that no, no, no go by fives you go by five point five. you cannot two or three points give it a four then round it up <laughs> basically mine's a 3.5 still three. i okay. think if they do a prequel and it does go back to like say um talking about the grabber i really hope that my rating will be a four because i am really interested about the grabber story okay interesting. Um, any final notes then nope i no. got through all my I'm stuff actually good. Oh, good yeah we're all cool all right cool well thank you for listening final rating is a 3.5 mm-hmm. between all of us yeah i assume we're just going to go by majority rules so if you guys yeah. gave it a 3.5 and i gave it like a three we'll, keep it we'll just do a 3.5 yeah. or by or we'll like round it up to the nearest what yeah. it is um thanks for listening and we'll Catch you next time. Catch you in the next episode, y'all.